I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Finals footy kicked off last night with the Melbourne Storm. A huge win over the Manly Seagulls. And look, I'll go into more depth on this game later in the week. We'll do a full dive into it. But there's obviously that right edge for the Manly Seagulls. It was in serious trouble between DC Harper, Olukawatu defensively. They just couldn't handle the Melbourne Storm. Some of the tries they scored, especially early. That one that Brandon Smith picked up the loose ball, threw it around the corner, I mean... Just just in that moment, the individual skill set that Brandon Smith showed, incredible. We said in our coach's clipboard that it was going to be the hookers they were going to have to watch, and the two of them carved them up. The ball that Brandon Smith threw to Christian Welsh, the line that Christian Welsh ran as well, unbelievable. I mean, you look around this competition, you look at the amount of teams at the bottom of the ladder that are spending big money on these forwards with you know high ceilings and high energy that are unreal. Like, don't get me wrong, but... It's these sort of guys that are successful in finals footies. It's your Christian Welsh. It's your Jesse Bromwich. It's these sort of fellas. It's uh, it's just a different ball game. And the guy that understands that is Craig Bellamy. And look, I think the thing that sums up Craig Bellamy is that we've now seen the three richest veins of form ever have been halted by one guy on the biggest stages, and it's Craig Bellamy. We go back to 2009. We've spoken about this a lot. Hainsey is just untouchable. No one can get near Jared Hayne. He arrives at the 2009 Grand Final. We spoke to Brett Finch about it. He was inside the camp, and they just had a swarm call on him where it was just don't let him drift across the field, get up, whack him, all in on him. You know, he was minimalized so much in that game compared to what he was doing all season. And I mean... He was playing week one of the finals against the Dragons, who were the red-hot favourites to win that competition and absolutely braining them. Like, yes, Tom Trevojevic's try last week was unbelievable, but it was against the Cowboys. Their 13th, 14th, something around that mark, They, they you know, they've been missing tackles left, right, and centre. Hainsey was doing that against one of the best defensive teams we've ever seen, the St. George of Dragons. And then he arrives on grand final day and he just completely takes him out of the contest. Now, you got to remember, that was 12 or 13 years ago now, yeah, 2009. Like, it's unbelievable to think about. And you look at the team that Bellamy did that with, you know, led by the big three, Smith, Slater, Cronk, all these guys that still had another 10 years to go in their career. So they were, you know, 25, 26. They weren't, like, yes, they were experienced guys, but they weren't 
high-end 30-year-olds that had seen it all in rugby league that had come across Jared Haynes before. Like, it just makes it so impressive. Three years later, Ben Barber has a form run that was just unbelievable. And you know what? He probably wasn't as good as Jared Hayne, but he was better over a longer period. He did it for an entire season, Benny Barber. He arrived at that grand final. And whilst Craig Bellamy didn't keep him completely signed, he had a couple of moments, still kept him quiet enough to well and truly win this game. And you were left there going, how on earth does Bellamy do this? The two most informed guys we've ever seen. And he just takes them out of the contest. 2021. Now, you got to remember, this is nine years after Ben Barber did what he did. Craig Bellamy's got a completely different side. You look from that 2012 team, and understandably, I don't think there's anyone left. Jesse Bromwich, maybe, but I, I don't think so. I mean, it's crazy to think where they are at and what they are doing. Cameron Smith has just retired. They've lost Kronk. They've lost Slater. The list goes on and on. They come up against Tom Trebojevic, who, in my opinion, this year has overtaken Hayne and Barber. But depending on what he does in this final series, maybe it takes him back a little bit. I mean, if you look at Hayne and Barber and they took their team all the way to the grand final, if Manly go out in straight sets or if Manly go, you know, loss, win, loss, I mean, that's got to hurt Tom Travojevic's standings. But we'll talk about that over the next few weeks. But here's Craig Bellamy coming up against the most informed player we have ever seen in rugby league, ever, for me. Tom Travojevic has been an incredible foreman. It was like he didn't exist last night. It was just like he was a passenger Craig Bellamy, you are a genius. The kicking game that Cameron Munster had, which would have come from Craig Bellamy, the whole plan to keep him out of it, was unreal. He was not able to have the same impact on games that he has been able to over the last few months. And, you know, there was a couple of times where he jumped into first receiver and he took off. There was one moment that really summed up this game for me, and it was the moment where it was late in the second half and he got the ball and he ran straight at Nico Hines. And nine times out of ten for the rest of this season, he scores that try every day of the week. It was just a brick wall. Melbourne just went, nah, not getting through. They came together. Every time Turbo got the ball, he was swarmed. And this is what they did to Jared Hayne in 2009 as well. There was bodies in motion all at this one guy. If he passes it, so be it. We'll deal with that. But we're not letting this guy get the better of us. An incredible performance by the Melbourne Storm. We'll go a little bit deeper into it uh, over the next week or so, as we will with each and every one of these games. But I'll tell you what, this is pushing Craig Bellamy into a new stratosphere of coaches. And for me, I think he's always been, or he has been over the last few years, a top three coach of all time. You look at what he does, the talent he brings, and what he turns them into. You look at what he loses, and he seemingly gets better. Cameron Smith retired last year. I've spoken about this a lot. When Joey, Freddie retired, those clubs are in absolute disarray. You know, Parramatta, they're still recovering from Sterling retiring. Uh, You know, the Broncos, they're still looking for their Langer or their Darren Lockyer. When these all-time greats retire, teams should struggle Craig Melanie takes his teams to a new level. It is incredible. And yes, he plants seeds before they retire, having guys like Munster, having guys like Grant, Brandon Smith in the system, but he still gets the very best out of them. Once they get out onto that field, they can't rely on a Cameron Smith anymore. You saw that in the grand final last year. They heavily relied on Cameron Smith in the back end to control things. He's not there now. Craig Bellamy, his work becomes so much harder and he's just making it look easy. An incredible performance from them. You look at Hayne, you look at Barber, you now look at Travoyevich. They've all arrived on the finals footy stage and they've taken on Craig Bellamy and the Melbourne Storm and they just haven't been able to have anywhere near the impact. I, I think Travoyevich, I haven't had a, had a look at his stats, but I would heavily doubt he went for over 200 metres last night and I would heavily doubt he had more than three tackle breaks because that was the other thing. Mel- Melbourne put so much pressure on the Manly Seagulls. They were always on the back foot that their sets were just in disarray. 
To be perfectly honest with you, that team was so lucky to be on 12, it was not even funny. There was the controversial forward pass call. I understand that. I could go either way on that. But, I mean, that was Melbourne Storm's pressure, putting so much so much heat on Manly. The DCE just had no choice but to fling that ball. It didn't look forward, first of all. The second one, I thought it probably was the right call. But regardless, they then had an entire set on Melbourne's line, and their line speed was so good. That was the worst set of six I've seen from Manly all year. But it was made to look good by a DCE kick at the end of the set. Um, it was a fantastic kick. It was perfect, you know, pinpoint to find Jason Saab on that edge. But you go watch that set for Manly. It was fucking awful. They were 10 metres out. Travojevic didn't touch the ball, and they just went from side to side going nowhere. They did not... They didn't even make the Melbourne Storm sweat in that set. And then it comes down to a fantastic kick from DCE. Full credit to him. But it was an awful set of six that was made to look good by the kick of DCE and the leap of Jason Saab. You then look at their other try they scored. I mean, they were in absolute shitstorm. Ruben Garrick takes the ball to a 20-metre tap after Melbourne, with a slightly better kick, they probably score in that play. It sort of fell the way of Manly that, that Jerome Hughes slightly overcooked that kick. Ruben Garrick comes back, and you could see what he was trying to do. He's trying to kick for touch. And if he's not trying to kick for touch, he's trying to find Jason Saab on the right edge. That's what he's doing. He kicked it to the left-hand side of the post. It was a shocker. It was a miss hit. It was awful. They got very lucky that Lume Lume dropped that ball. A little bit of pressure, a little bit of inexperience. There was inexperience on both sides, of course. But in that moment, Lume Lume, a bit of experience and a bit of inexperience, and it fell the way of the Manly Seagulls. That's their 12 points. That's their 12 points last night against the Melbourne Storm. Both off kicks. Both kicking to the best leaper and the fastest guy on the field. One being an awful kick, one being a perfect kick off the back of a terrible set, which they would have prepared for all week. They would have prepared for all week when we get a penalty, when we get a six again down at the Melbourne Storm end, we have to make it count. They were lucky they made it count for me. Craig Bellamy, he is an absolute genius. I know the Melbourne Storm had a couple of things fall their way early. You know, they obviously had the Morgan Harper drop that Brandon Smith picked up. You know, those little opportunities, they come to you, but you've got to take advantage of them. And I was watching the Manly Seagulls, and the amount of penalties on six against they gave away in the first 20 minutes, you can say, oh, the refs go for Melbourne, all this bullshit. They were all completely warranted. There was a couple of times where on zero tackle to slow the ruck down, they gave away that, that six again. I'll be honest with you. I don't think you can do that against Melbourne. I really don't. Against most other teams, you can go, you know what, we'll defend an extra set, but we won't be on the back foot. We will be prepared for it, and it's fine. Against Melbourne, I don't think you can do it. I don't think you can do it. And I think you have to have a little bit of self-awareness to go, you know what? Our defense probably isn't good enough to be able to handle this side. We cannot deal with giving away a seven-tackle set because it makes sense to be more set on zero. It is, and I you know, I understand both sides of it. If you don't do that, you're on the back foot. It's tough. But this Melbourne team, they're just too good. They lost Brandon Smith last night. They lost their best momentum man in their team, and they still rolled through the Manly Seagulls. Once again, it shows the gap in this competition. We tipped the Melbourne Storm to go back-to-back back back this year all the way in January. We, te- we tipped them to win the Premiership last year. You know, we were told, nah, they're losing Cameron Smith. They can't possibly do it. I'm telling you, they're going to do it. This team is going to do it. They are so good, it's not even funny. The Manly Seagulls, they're going to have to take on, who is it, the Roosters or the Titans next week. I'm expecting them to win that one. But then they're going to have to play the South Sydney Rabbitohs, or they're going to have to play the Penrith Panthers. You know what the Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs have in common? Their left edge is dynamite. You look at the left edge of the Penrith Panthers, you've got Matty Burton, you've got Viliami Kiko. You look at the left edge of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Cody Walker, Alex Johnson. 
I mean, they are got these are guys are going to be matching up against the right edge of the Manly Seagulls, DCE, Olakwatu, Morgan Harper that were really shown up last night. And as you guys all know, I say it all the time, it's a copycat league. Every other team that is in the finals that could potentially come up against the Manly Seagulls, they would have watched last night, they would have taken notes on how the Melbourne Storm did it, and they'll be well aware how they're going to attack them. Unfortunately for Manly, to get into this grand final, they're going to have to play one of two teams that realistically, their entire game plan is go left anyway. It is going to be a massive test for the Manly Seagulls, a massive test for Tommy Turbo to come back in this game. I know a lot of people have bagged Tommy Turbo, but look, the reality is he came up against the best coach ever who's doing what he is the best at doing. Yeah, I don't think Turbo was disinterested or didn't have a go or anything. They just marked him. Well, you saw how many times he got the ball and he was fading out to that left edge, and Jerome Hughes just chopped Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Just chopped him every single time. There was just players all over him. He wasn't able to offload. He wasn't able to create. And he wasn't able to just jump into first receiver and run over the top of the A. Because the Melbourne Storm, their A and B defenders were... were talking with their markers. They were set on every single play. They were ready to go. It is just a different ball game once you get to finals footy. It's an even crazier ball game when you get to finals footy and you have to take on Craig Bellamy. As I said, he's brought all these young guys through. He's, he's taken these guys from unwanted reserve graders at, at, at struggling clubs to state of origin players for years upon years upon years. This is the other aspect that we have to start talking about with Craig Bellamy, as far as being the best coach ever, it's how he takes away the best strike weapon of another team and forces them to find another way to beat them. You saw the Manly Seagulls. They were not able to find another way to beat the Melbourne Storm. He did the same thing to Haynes in 09. He did the same thing to Benny Barber in 2012. People forget, but he also did the same thing to the Cowboys in 2017. Michael Morgan and Jason Tamalolo were the two form players in that competition by a country mile. They combined for six points in that grand final in 2017. That's another one that people forget with Craig Bellamy, an absolute masterstroke. Yes, they were missing Thurston. They had guys out. I get it. But that entire season, they made it to the grand final. Their two best players, they were non-existent off the back of Craig Bellamy and his coaching and what he did that night. He's now arrived in 2021, taking on Tom Travojevic, who was in the richest vein of form I have ever seen, and he was just taken out of the contest completely. You're an absolute genius, Craig Bellamy. You're fantastic at what you do. And as I've always said... Once Craig Bellamy retires, the NRL is crazy if they don't give him a blank check and say, hey, come and help us. Come and sit in our building. We need the smartest guy in the room to be in our building to help us to adapt these rules and make this game more entertaining, but also make it a way that coaches can't take advantage of. You can't beat them, join them. The NRL, they need to get Craig Bellamy into their system. When he's done coaching and done embarrassing them and done just dominating this game, they need to get him inside the building to help them out because they desperately need it for me. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.